Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday, the start of the work week. Yes, it is, man. Hope y'all had a nice, relaxing, refreshing weekend. I did. Yeah, me too. I did absolutely nothing. I really, really did. I did absolutely nothing but just chill with the kids and just had a good time. Now it was it was amazing. Great weekend. Yeah, I went out uh Friday. Friday, I had a screening for um, Bad Boys for Life, mm-hmm. uh, the new movie starring the icons living Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, who will absolutely be here this morning. They'll be here this morning. And then um, I did nothing else for the rest of the weekend. You know what I hate, man? You know, you, you, you got young children, Envy. Yes. You know how when you got like a young child, my, my youngest daughter is one, mm-hmm. and um, she, had a, she had a bowel movement on, on, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you know how you got to, you smell it, but you want to wait to make sure that they're finished before you go change them? Yes. And so you try to keep them on their feet. Because mm-hmm. if they sit down, they can go everywhere. It'll smush all <laughs> yeah, over the place. Everywhere, yeah. Lord have mercy, that is the worst. Yes, my my youngest is three. I don't have to worry about that anymore. So I'm very happy about yeah, that. Yes, I'm just, I'm just uh, saying all that to say yes. I had to clean up a, a smushy bowel movement on. Oh, Sunday. she sat down. And I'm not I'm not the diaper changer. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but, but I was home with my my, my two youngest because my uh, oldest daughter and my wife was out. So I ended up having to uh, change the smushy diaper. That right there is a challenge. When I say I had poop everywhere, it was poop. Everywhere. Well, that's when you just gotta say, you know what? I'm just gonna take them right to the shower. We we we, we gonna take a shower. I'm gonna wipe the boot the booty, take the the poop Mm-mm. out the booty, and then we gonna take a shower. Mm-mm. It's nah, easy. Ain't got, them, you ain't got time for that. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, well, I went better. to Toledo, Ohio, for the first time yeah. this weekend. What the hell was out there? What you doing out there? I had to go to a wake oh. for one of my friends. Her mother passed away, so rest in peace. That was a hard turn. <laughs> was it? Uh, wow. And then after that, well, everybody said about what they did over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I went to Miami. I actually just got back from Miami. I'm scared to ask what you did out there at one in the morning. <laughs> What did you do out there? Please um, I had a birthday party. Oh, Shout okay. out to everybody right. at Bar Idol. That's E-Class's spot. There's finger licking on one side, mm-hmm. and then the lounge is on the other side, so you can order from finger licking, bring your food in there, and then be on the other side. E-Class. Dope. That's dope, my dope, guy dope. right there. Shout and I saw Flo Rida and Pleasure P were in there, too. Okay. I always see them for some reason when I'm in Miami. They really, for real, be out. Well, if you if you frequent one of the E-Class spots, you're definitely going to see Florida. But like, I've seen them at the people. Clevelander. I just see them everywhere. Like, they just really go out every club. Mm-hmm. So, that yeah. was my weekend. I've slept for about two hours now. Oh, so you ready to rock and roll? Yeah. So, I have a question, right, before we get the show started, right? Having this conversation over the weekend. Right, since Martin Lawrence and Will Smith will be joining us this morning. Icons living! Now, if you had to pick one, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Martin... Which one did you like better? If you had to pick one. I think we I think I, we should ask them that question. I think we should ask them which one do they like better. Okay. I mean, you know, even though they would be biased for obvious reasons. I mean, reasons. Will Smith going to say Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But it might be objective, you know. But I which mean, one did you like better? Which one did you like better? Yeah, I'm just curious. Uh, I think that's hard. I don't can't say I liked one better pick than the one. other. If you had I to still pick watch, one. I still watch the reruns to this day. Me too, or both of them. But if you had to pick one. I, I'm going to be honest with you, I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's I, a fair I, I, yeah, I, thing I to do. 
That's not. I, I really, honestly, could not pick between Fresh Prince of Bel Air and Martin. And Martin really was a comedian. Will Smith's not a comedian. They were both funny, though. Yeah, they, they both were funny shows. But I'm saying Martin was, you know, as his character, he was a lot more. Both great. Both great shows for different reasons. I I could not pick one. Okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. That that is what the black. That's what and black. I shouldn't people, have to. By the way, that's what we do as black people, though. We just can't help it. Yeah. You guys, it's got. You gotta be one of the other. Who you like? Who you like? Jay Z and Nas, Biggie and Pac, Kendrick and Drake, Fresh Prince of Martin, Nike or Puma. You got. You gotta it, we pick have one. to do it. That's what we do. Well, that that leads to many a great conversation in the black community. It does. Well, who you like better, God or Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> well, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence will be joining us next hour. And yes. Coming up next, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, we are going to be talking about this video outside of Jeffrey Epstein's cell. Looks like this could have been... I watch Power sometimes. I'm like, do things like this happen in real life? And apparently they do. I'll tell you what happened with that video footage of the uh, outside of Jeffrey Epstein's cell. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, in sports... I was all over the place. I definitely can't predict ish. All right? Now, the Titans beat the Ravens 28-12. Mm. 49ers beat the Vikings 27-10. The Chiefs beat the Texans 51-31. And the Packers beat the Seahawks 28-23. I thought for sure the Seahawks and, and Ravens were going to go a little further, but I was wrong. Yeah, I didn't. I don't care about none of this because my Dallas Cowboys aren't in it. But uh, you did ask me last week, and I did say the Baltimore Ravens. But, um, yeah, they, got, said the they got washed. You didn't say nothing. Yes, I did. You asked me, and I said the Packers. Yeah. I definitely did. You just said the Packers. Oh, you said the Packers. Yeah, people tweeted, yeah, like Angela's it. with the Packers. No, the Packers will probably get beat this week by the 49ers. More than likely. All right. Well, what else are we talking about, Yeezy? Well, let's talk about Family Feud Canada. So, imagine you get asked this question, and uh, I have to say, when I listen to this audio, I kind of uh, thought the same thing. Name Popeye's favorite food. <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> it, Jerry. Trick question. That was a trick question. It's like, actually not a trick question. I was got, like, wait, that's right. No, you got to listen to context. <laughs> she said, what's Popeye's favorite food? Popeye is a person. That the Popeye's, the restaurant is a place. Well, the good thing is that Popeye's is now giving her $10,000 worth of free food. So after that uh, answer okay. was, I guess, incorrect. They stepped up to the plate big Pop- time. Popeye's so hot that people think Popeye's is an actual person. Has Popeye's chicken become more famous than Popeye's, the actual cartoon character? Yes, I think so. Really? I-, I don't even know the last time I've seen Popeye's, the character, anymore. I haven't seen her on a cartoon. You got kids? When's the last time you seen her on TV? That is true, but I will say Popeye's, the cartoon character, uh, had way more healthier eating options than... Um, <laughs> yeah, he did. He had a way better diet than people who eat at Popeye's. Absolutely. That actually made people eat spinach. He was vegan. All right. Popeye was the original vegan. Since we're talking about uh, fast food, let's talk about Burger King. There's a conservative moms group that's upset about Burger King's commercial because they use the D word. The Impossible Whopper is going nationwide. Damn, that's good. Damn, that's good. Man, so now up. they are protesting. On, shut up. One million moms. <laughs> shut up, moms. Did a press release and they said it's highly inappropriate. Now, I understand. I understand. When responding to the taste test, he didn't the, have to curse. Yeah, I understand because I don't. I, I don't let my kids say "damn." Man, shut and up. And if they got to see it on a commercial or regular TV, they gonna think it's cool. I, I get that. I understand why they wouldn't say "damn." Man, who gives a damn? <laughs> who gives a damn if somebody says "damn"? That's good. That's what my kids will listen to. Knock the show. it off. Can't say "damn." Man, please, moms, y'all can't be serious. Y'all say worse around y'all kids, and y'all don't even realize it. By the way, the kids hear worse on the internet. They see worse on the internet. How you gonna hi- try to hide "damn" from children? 
All right, now. And then nominate Kendrick Lamar album for Grammys. Because a five-year-old is not listening to Kendrick Lamar. They're not listening to The Breakfast Club, but they might be watching TV, and then somebody says, Popeye's, damn, that's some good chicken. Or whatever it was. The Whopper, damn, that's some good burger. Well, first of all, that's, no that's what you get for make, letting your kids eat Burger King. All right, now, surveillance video outside <laughs> of Jeffrey Epstein's cell was deleted. They said it was a clerical error. It's been a lot of errors with this video footage because at first they couldn't find it. They said it was lost and they found it. Then now they have uh, mysteriously somehow accidentally deleted it. Now, he was sharing a cell with a former police officer being held on murder charges, Nicholas Tartaglioni. That was his cellmate. And his lawyer wanted to use that footage to show that he didn't kill Jeffrey Epstein because they were investigating whether or not he assaulted him or did anything to him. But they said that wrong the wrong video was saved by officials and a different incorrect cell was mistakenly listed for Tartaglioni. And because a backup system does exist, the correct video could not be found due to technical errors. So we'll never know. Uh, uh, first of all, we all know Epstein didn't kill himself, okay? But we all are just minding our business, all right? Because we understand why he's dead, okay? Everybody mind your business. What you gonna do? Right. What you gonna do with that bit of information once you find out Epstein didn't kill himself? Well, I'm gonna mind my business. Mind your business. Mm-hmm. You know you know why the man's dead. He had too much on the wrong people. On the right, well, on the right people. Right, wrong, whatever you want to look at it. You know why he's dead. I don't know. Mind nothing. your business, goddammit. Mm. It All happens right. sometimes. All right, well, that is your front page news. I'm Angela Yee. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset and you need to vent, hit us up right now. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? Hey. What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad hey. boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Hey. When you were eight and you learned the bad trades. You go to school and learn the golden rule. Why you wanna act like a bloody fool? If you get hot, so you must get cool. Hey. Die. Peace and blessings, world. What's going on? Man, you trying hard not to be born now. Peace and blessings, world. Like, ever since, ever since Trav bodied you, man, you just been in a crisis <laughs> Mold, man. Charlamagne, why, why? What's going <laughs> yeah. on with you? Let me ask you a question, Charlamagne. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Angela Yee, look at this. This man sent people to my uh, Instagram page to go bully me with <laughs> so many toilet emojis. People hitting me up in my DM, and then when I respond back to these people, they want to call up to the radio station and act like Sean Stone is doing something wrong. Like, Y'all the one that's bullying me. Charlamagne is the one that's telling people to bully me, bro. So, 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 so. My mental wealth or my mental health. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Nothing so, like so, that. so after you be, after you bully Trav with your little homophobic raps, like, no, and then Trav bodies that. you, bodies you in a rap battle, now you want to play the victim. Okay. Nah, listen, listen to my song, bro. If you listen to my song, I never said anything. I listen to my song all the time. My song, my song does not want to be associated with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week, Porter Party guy. I mean, Sean Stone. Yo. Hello. Yo, what's up? Get it off your chest. Yo, good morning, Envy. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Charlamagne. Uh, I'm highly upset this morning. Talk to me. I- I'm going to work right now. I ain't got my wallet. I can't find my wallet. Oh, man. Yeah, that was me this morning. I swear that was me this morning. Oh, my gosh, bro. I can't find my wallet. The thing is, too, my anniversary is this weekend, right? So I was booking a hotel last week, Friday. And I was like, nah, let me, I'm supposed to take my wife to St. Martin. And mm, I was going to nice. book the trip 
last Friday and I hesitated. Now, if I don't have my wallet, how am I going to book the trip? Now, now, my, now, I, I feel like you're testing out a lie on us to see if it's going to work <laughs> on your wife. Work. That's what I feel it like. Don't right sell. Now. No, no, what no, happened no, to your wallet, bro? Who took your wallet? I think my three-year-old hides my wallet at home. Oh, but. now your three-year-old hid your wallet. Bro, that's exactly so you what happened to me. You don't have any place that you have your credit card information? No, I promise you that's what happened to me, yo. I have my. So how it happen to you when it can't happen to me? No, I have, but but I found mine. See, what happened was I had my wallet on. I had my wallet on the TV stand in the playroom, and this morning I couldn't find it, and that's because my one year old had pulled it down. But it was like right under the dress, right under the stand. My son, my son, my son has done that before. He's hit my wallet before. My thing is that I don't want to cancel the card and not be able to book the hotel. Mm. And, and I don't want to wait and then not be able to find it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel really you. I feel you. Is this a surprise trip? No, no, she knows me. So does she have a card that you guys can use? Yeah, use her card to give her her money back. You crazy even ask your wife to book a a, 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 a Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty lame. I mean, you got to explain, yeah, explain it to that's her and tell her you'll bro. just pay for it. Oh, you know what? A lot of times you can book the room and you can pay when you get there. That is true. If you you got to book flights and everything else. Last week I tried that, when, but it was taking a deposit. And I was just hesitating because I was trying to see if I could find another another spot. But if I, if I, I usually use booking and they let you pay a deposit. Mm-hmm. So it's like I paid it. But I can't do it. Yo, I'm really nervous. I don't know why. Hey, by the way, why are you stopping at St. Martin? You might as well go on over to Angola, my brother. Go to the beautiful island of Anguilla. Jump on a boat. It's 20 minutes from St. Martin. Martin. We're going to go from... No, we go to St. Bart's. Oh, Martin. yeah. St. Bart's is amazing. St. Bart's ain't rocking with ain't messing with Anguilla. St. Bart's is... St. Bart's has Nikki Beach. Depends what they want to do. St. Bart's ain't rocking with And by the way, St. Martin itself is a beautiful place to stay. I stayed there for like a week. I love St. Martin. We went there when we first got married. We're going to be married for 12 years. So let me just tell my wife... Ahead of time. No, let me not tell her. I'm going to find my wallet. Yeah, yeah, go find man. your goddamn wallet. Man. If y'all been married 12 years, she'll understand yeah, that. Yeah, come on. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Brandon calling out of Norfolk. Brandon, what up, man? 757, get it off your chest. Hey, man, I was just calling about that, uh, that, that Martin and Fresh Pet. What about it? Oh, oh. Which one was better? Yeah, uh, see, I'm 27. I grew up. Your phone sound horrible, bro. We can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, I was saying, I grew up watching basically the reruns, but today, um, I, I think I lean towards Martin. Okay. I only can watch the Fresh Prince if Uncle Phil ain't got that big head. I don't know what you just said, but I do know I went out of my way to watch Martin, though, because uh, that was the era of VCR, VHS tapes. Yep. And we used to go to the Kingdom Hall on Thursday night, so I used to have to press record starting about 6.30, 7 o'clock, and just keep it running all night so I could watch Martin. Hello, who's this? It's Melinda. Hey, Melinda, get it off your chest. Well... I want to address the gentleman. I don't know if he's listening or not. Last week when he was talking about his daughter come home from school and said that she had a boyfriend. I don't know if you guys remember the conversation or not. Oh, that must have been a caller because my daughter don't have no boyfriend. Yeah, no, it was a listener. Oh, oh, yeah, a listener called in. Okay. It was a caller. And he even wanted to call you guys out and say, well, his children don't go to a private school. So, therefore, you know, her lifestyle's different, blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to say... My daughter is 21 years old, and she is still a virgin. I'm not mad because, at that. That's great. Because, let me let me tell you, because I've taught my daughter, I feel that 
at so many times as parents, we want to tell our daughters, well, boys only want one thing, as opposed to teaching our daughters what their value is, what they should demand as respect for themselves out of out of a partner, out of somebody they may be dating. And once you give that away, that's the most precious thing that you will carry in your life. And once you give that away, you can't get that back. Right. All right. These women, you know, not teaching their daughters this, and then the fathers, the fathers, the response they have to their daughters is, well, stay away from boys because they only want one thing, as opposed to telling their daughters, hey, listen, boys do only want one thing, but let me tell you what you are worth, what your value is. That's right. Tell them both. How do you how do you know for sure your daughter's a virgin? Oh, boy. I'm going to tell you how, because my daughter and I have an extremely close relationship, first of all, and... My daughter has just, uh, uh, it's, I don't want to put her business out there, too. I just know. I just went to the doctor with her. Um, All right, T.I. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were checking them hymens. Thank you, Mama. Just wanted to hear it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is J.C. J.C., what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yo, Envy, let me tell you, man, here in New York State, man, they done approved for undocumented immigrants to get driver's license. I don't understand that, man. Why not? Because, like, it, like how? Like, how, how are they going to get driver's license? Because they don't have no documentation. They ain't got no social security card. They don't have no birth certificate. You know what I mean? Then you sit there and think about what happened with 9-11. You know, they got, the, they got control of the planes and all of that. So you get these people's driver's license, eventually they're going to get CDLs. You know what I mean? Be able to drive gas trucks or whatever. Be able to live, make a living. You know, just because you're undocumented, that doesn't mean you're not actually waiting for your status to be approved. I mean, I just think it's it's, it's very dangerous. Because it is. It, is t- it does now. take a long time. And you don't think immigrants drive now without documentation? Right. So, I mean, so why? So why would you even give them documentation? I think you should have them go through the process of getting like a, like a real driver's license. Like get their social security card get their birth certificate right. You know what I mean? I don't understand but how you know, the government can just approve you know, to get driver's license. While you're waiting to get your status approved, shouldn't you be able to work, work? and get to work and get to school and They're just your not family be able to survive? They got to get the permit. They got to I mean, go through the same process as anybody else. It takes years I mean, sometimes for that whole approval process to happen. Absolutely. And right, I mean, so they should have to wait. They should have to wait that whole, whole so, year. Nah, it's longer than a no, year. Sometimes it can take three to five I mean, years. I, I think that's not fair. And if you're getting a driver's license, it's not like you're trying to be up to no good. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you you're kind of you're not trying to hide. That if you is kind of true. License. Like if you wanted to do something foul, you, would you want to get a driver's exactly. license and if have you, your if, name and if you was address a, everywhere? If you was an illegal immigrant who wanted to do illegal things, you know, you you probably wouldn't get a driver's license. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, you we got rumors on the way? Man, this was going crazy over the weekend. Trick Daddy, he got arrested and his mugshot was released. I'm going to tell you why he got arrested and he is back out on these streets, though. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, I was just informed by our board op DJ Dramos. He DJed a gay club on Saturday. What's the name of the gay club, Drum? Uh, 626 in Jersey City. 626. I asked him what's the biggest song in the gay clubs, and he said, what'd you say? <laughs> Sweetie, my type. Tell him what you told me after that. <laughs> what's the part that everybody sings in the gay club on Sweetie, my type? I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that part. <laughs> say it, Charlamagne. What is it? When they drop the music, and they go, ride the D all night. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great visual, man. Drop on the clues, bro. What's that place called? 626. 626. 626. 626. 626. 626. 626. 626. 
is just in. All the gossip, gossip. The rumor report. Gossip, with Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Man, Trick Daddy, he got arrested over the weekend, and that was for cocaine possession and driving under the influence. They found him asleep behind the wheel early Saturday morning. They asked him, where are you coming from? The police say that he did admit that he had a few drinks earlier at the club, and he had just dropped somebody off. They said they saw that he had bloodshot eyes. His speech was slurred. They did field sobriety tests, and they did suspect he was driving under the influence, so they placed him under arrest. And lastly, they said when they were searching his belongings, there was a dollar bill. They believed there was cocaine residue on the inside of that. So his bond was on the cocaine charge set at $5,000 and for DUI around another $1,000. I'm going to tell you something, man. He's I out saw, already, though. I saw oh, Trick Daddy's mugshot, and let me tell you something, man. My two fears when it comes to jail is uh, having the poop and getting randomly locked up, and two, not having a haircut and showcasing that receding hairline in my mugshot, man. I, 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 I think that those police officers are very heartless to not let you wear your hat when they know you don't have no But they got to see your whole face. They got to see your eyes and all that. Nah, but. man. I can't. I don't like that, man. That's just like when Plies got stopped at the airport, and he yep. was begging the police officer, please, officer, don't make me take my hat off. I ain't got no haircut. Like, I, that's that's not right, bro. It's not right. It's not right. It's really not right, man. Don't do that to me, man. You know I ain't got no haircut. But shout out to Trick Daddy. I hope he gets to help and everything works out good for Trick Daddy. All right. Now, April Jones was on with uh, Out Loud with Claudia Jordan. That's Claudia Jordan's show on Fox Soul. And she was asked about whether or not her and Lil Fizz are still together because there were rumors they broke up. They unfollowed each other. And here's what, what happened. Drew is a great man. And... His focus is on Cam, my focus is on my children, and we are where we are. I just, I see all the, well, was it worth it? She broke up the group. I'm like, how did she break up a group? Yeah, no. What do you say to that? The truth is the truth, and that isn't the case. It was already done, and there's so much that was going on behind the scenes about it, um, you know, when it pertained to the tour and stuff. But, I mean, they were already done, so I couldn't have broken up anything that wasn't really going to be again. I think they both did. They both broke up that group and broke broke up that relationship. Tell them, girl. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, listen, if the group wasn't going to be together already, then it's not her fault. I still her baby father and one of her baby father's friends at the time mm. or before. I Tell thought they girl. weren't really friends like that. We were in a group together for years. It doesn't matter. It's a mutual respect. Tell them how you feel, girl. I'm telling them. I'm telling them. Get it off your chest. All right. Richard Pryor, he's going to have a new documentary out, The Last Days of Richard Pryor. That's going to air actually on January 17th. It's on ABC News. And it is all about his career, his legacy, how he was raised. Did you ever see JoJo Dancer? Did uh-huh. you know he was raised in a brothel? I knew that, yeah. I, I mean, I read his, I read his, uh, I read a book about Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, here's what the trailer sounds like. He changed the way people thought about blacks, whites, themselves. He was funny. He was outrageous. My brother. Imagine you're Richard Pryor. You want to show them what you can do, but you got these rules. You can't curse. Everybody was told to be totally clean, no dirt. At all. Otherwise, you'll never work. Richard was trapped in this world, and I think he had enough. In one moment, he just went, I gotta let the genie out of the bottle. Because you're all some funny You can't even talk like that now. The N-word. The N-word. That N-word. All right, now, you know how many times he was married? Because they're going to talk about his personal life. Three, right? How many? Seven. Wow. 
Right. And um, there'll be all kinds of interviews. There's going to be never before seen excerpts from a sit down with Barbara Walters where he talks about his complicated childhood and other interviews with people like his widow, Jennifer Pryor, Mike Epps will be on there, actor Tim Reed, Richard Pryor's former bodyguard, Rashawn Khan and other comedians and actors who did work with him. I'm here for that. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. All right. Now, another documentary that's coming on Netflix is about Aaron Hernandez, and that is going to be about his uh, whole troubled relationship with his mother and what was going on before he died by suicide. That's going to be coming out on January 15th. Aaron Hernandez, The Killer Inside. It's a three-part documentary. Listen to this. How can an individual who has everything get involved in something like this? I was the happiest little kid in the world, and you me up. I ain't living with that. You did. I had nobody. What do you think I was going to do? Become a perfect angel? Aaron was extremely terrified of his father. Violent outbursts were not uncommon in the Hernandez home. At the drop of a hat, he became angry and violent. We had to hide what we were. It was in such denial. Aaron had reason to fear for his own life. I wanted revenge. None of it makes sense. How do we know that's Aaron Hernandez talking? Well, that's uh, phone calls with his mom from when he was in jail. That sounds like Dre from Power blaming his mother for all this BS. So that was mm. him in prison in 2013. He made a series of phone calls to his mom. He was trying to fix their relationship. After his father died in 2006, their relationship was not good, as you can see. He also blamed her for not treating his ADHD, for not getting him his medication, and all kinds of things. So, you know, there's a lot going on since Aaron Hernandez died and that documentary, again, three-part series on Netflix that starts on January 15th. That's a clear-ass jail call. He must have had a burner phone or something. All right, I'm Angela Yee and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, usually we do front-page news. No, but thought, uh, what are we doing now? Will Smith Will and Smith? Martin Lawrence okay. will be joining us. You know what, man? Two legends, two icons will be in the building. The only thing I hate about this, we have to be honest with the people, uh, we recorded this on Friday, mm-hmm. right? I didn't see Bad Boys for Life until Friday night. Mm-hmm. Really good movie, bro. Really good movie. Okay. Well, well it comes for, out for, for the lot, world this Friday. This Friday, out. yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good movie for a lot of different reasons that I wish I could have discussed with them. Okay. All right, but we'll kick it with them when we come back. Two legends will be in the building. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this one. This is one of the best ones, I think. One of, one of the best interviews we've done. No, I'm not going to say all that. I think so. Very entertaining. I'm not uh, going to gas it like that. It's just exciting to be here I mean, with Will yeah, Smith and Martin Lawrence. I said one of the best nah, to me. Will Smith is nope. a big star. Ain't even, no, it was cool. Come on, stop. I liked it. Yeah, no. Right, F y'all in. All right, when we come back, we're going to kick it with them as a breakfast slow. Good morning. Yes, sir. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club, and we got some legends in the building. Icons living in That's the right. building. And we yes. mean it this time. We mean it this that time. We, yeah, we really <laughs> mean it. He said special guests a lot. <laughs> yeah, special guests. It's a little different. I said icons. I said legends. Yeah, this, I, yeah you're right. You're right. Yeah. Icon living. We have Will Smith and Martin Lawrence Absolutely. Here. Right. Come on. Round of applause. Bad boys. Oh. Martin Lawrence, God damn it. Bad boys. And we did Martin so dirty. No, we didn't do nothing. We didn't yeah, do yeah. nothing. Yeah, so I had me stuck in the elevator it's not for 15 minutes. <laughs> I said, what's going on here? Now, did you, you check know. the weight capacity, Martin? How many people was on the elevator with you now? Uh, it was a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We've n- I've never seen an entourage like this yeah. from anybody. And we interview a lot of rappers. It's like a party. <laughs> okay. So what were y'all talking about on the elevator? Uh, I just told them nobody don't fart. <laughs> said, Please don't do that. Is, is that the worst when you're on the elevator with people you don't know because you got to make small talk? And- yeah. Mm. 
You know, be like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, wait, ooh, what's that? Oh, oh no, you just happy to see me? Okay. <laughs> so, so you guys are brothers. You've done movies. You're friends. I want to start. I just want to ask you guys a question. What's the craziest gift that you guys receive from each other, if anything? Craziest gift? And I'm going to tell you why in a second. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's craziest gift. It's because mm -hmm. it's Martin inspired. That's right. It's Martin inspired. Yes. Craziest well, gift. We we guys, you gave give me some just golf clubs. Golf clubs. Yeah, you never, you didn't swing them I one never, time, yeah. did you? Nah. <laughs> you golf, Martin? He does. Well, not not really. I okay. go out there. No, nah, I golf, but I was like trying to get him because like mm -hmm. if you played any sport in your life, once you get to a certain age, mm -hmm. you know you're not gonna be running ball, you know. Gotcha. So, but like golf, you get to you know cuss at your friends, and you get to do you know you get all of the same. Mm -hmm. Kind of energy from golf, except you can do it till you're 80. Gotcha. So I was trying to have Marty Ma, but he, yeah, <laughs> so, he, he, he ain't take to it. Do you still so, have so, him at least? I have the clubs. Yeah. Okay. You don't got to lie, Marty. You don't got to lie. We gifted. We gifted. We gifted. We cool. So is this disrespectful, right? So this is what Charlemagne, my brother, I guess you can call him that, mm -hmm. got me for Christmas. It's, it's right behind you. Right. I, think, I mean, listen, it's, it's Martin inspired. Gina had got Martin something like this on the episode. Wow. Right. wow. You know what I mean? My wife is a little upset. She's yeah. like, yeah, you, uh, you got why? You know? I mean Is that a little disrespectful or what? I'm just asking. I mean, here's the deal. You I I, I don't I don't judge a butt by the cover, right? <laughs> but what, what was the thinking? What was you, like, he what were you going me, for? He calls me his favorite asshole all the time. Oh, got it, Boom. got it. So asshole from the asshole. Yeah, so yes. he can have it at home there you go. to be reminded of the level of Holdness that he has to deal there with on a day. Okay, that, there you go. That's not bad. That's yeah, not yeah, bad. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't we don't send each other that kind of and stuff. And then you might want to slap it every night. Right? Yeah. Boom, that's the whole point. It's like the Apollo law. Yeah, yeah. You put it up right. in here, mount it, and right. let people smack it when they walk right. in. Yeah, now let's right. talk bad boys. Now, why did it take so long to put this out and to get this done? Will Smith. This guy. <laughs> that guy? This guy. Yeah, no, I, it, it had to be right, man. The, the first bad boys, what it meant for the culture. I just didn't want to mess it up, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, I didn't want to do a cash grab, you know, everybody's doing sequels, let's do one. I was mm -hmm. like, no, if we're gonna make a Bad Boys uh, a third one, it has to be deservant. There has to be messages and ideas. We gotta be talking about something, mm -hmm. and it's not just, you know, blowing some stuff up and, and you know, getting paid. I was now, how how, I'm, I'm not confirmed, I was right. Larry. Because the first and second one, mm. you guys are doing stunts, y'all driving through things, y'all breaking yeah, yeah, You trying to yeah, say they yeah. old now? Don't yeah. play them. <laughs> you trying to say they old? Goddamn right, the knees ain't the same. Stop it. No, no, no. But Will just said they play golf because they're not going to be running around. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So. Trying to switch it to switch it up a little bit. But no, we for got me, good stuntmen, though, in this one. Yeah, we got, oh, yeah, got stuntmen now. So we, start, we, we use them. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. using this time. Yeah. yeah, and it's different also. There's different uh, technologies and stuff like that. So you can do stunts up to a, a certain point. What we didn't have in the first movie was face replacement. They do face replacement What now. the hell is that? So I can do a stunt, right? Mm -hmm. And then they have the stunt man do the exact stunt that I did. And 
they can match it and they can replace my face on the stuntman. Wow. Right? So they can just do it. So they can hold a single shot, but they can use the actual face of the actor and you can't tell wow. the, oh, that's, that's the, the difference in the stunt. How much that cost? Jeesh. Yeah, no, no. That's, uh, that's, hey, there's uh, a budget for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's expensive, though. Speaking of budgets, uh, how does money work in a situation like this? Yeah, what like, you mean? Do y'all get equal pay? Uh, you know, because there was a rumor that you was making... Like ten million dollars more than Martin? Hell no! Jeez. 11, okay, it was eleven. I'm sorry. Boy, we've been we've been talking for four minutes. You don't go to that. <laughs> four minutes into the damn interview. That's it. You All right. You know, is we finished or is we done? Okay. Yeah. You know what? As, as we get ready for this movie, though, you do research on how Bad Boy started, and I was reading that it was originally intended for. John Lovitz and Dana Carvey? Yeah, yeah, they were the original bad boys. That would have been trash. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you guys end up Well, the script it? came to me, and then uh, they wanted me to pick somebody to co-star with me in the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, my sister Ray uh, brought Will's attention to me, and I thought about it, so I called he Will. He was like, the Fresh Prince. <laughs> nah. I thought about it, I called Will. I said, let's set up a dinner, and Will came to my house, and we had a dinner. And after five minutes of talking to him, Rest is history, man. He, you know, couldn't say no. Did, Did y'all know each up? other back then? We, um, we had met. We had met, but we didn't. We didn't really know each other. Like the the bad boys was the first time we actually, uh, you know, sat down and, and and chopped it up. And you know, it's you can't fake and you can't buy chemistry. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't mm-hmm. buy chemistry. It's right. like you either got it with somebody or you don't. Mm-hmm. And you know, me and this one right here, it's like there's so much love and so much respect. Uh, for each other, it, that it and it's just fun to watch, you know, with people that really vibe like that. So, Martin, you ever looked at it like you watched the early Fresh Prince and he was used to? Remember, I don't know if you remember, but he used to say his lines right before. Yeah, you said that it. was a bad. You never look. look at none of that stuff. Be like, you know what? I don't know about this. One. <laughs> no, I never did. I never did. Will does great work, yeah. you know, and uh, I, I thought he was great on The Fresh Prince and his energy, the energy mm-hmm. he brings. So I just was excited to work with him. So I was jealous as hell. I was jealous as hell of Martin. Really? really? Yeah, so I'm glad you're being honest. I was going to ask who, got the be- who had the better sitcom. Who yeah, y'all it, think? It's wow. like, I think that's a matter of wow. opinion. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm talking about between y'all. Jealous as hell. That's who, a tough one. Who had the better yes. sitcom? Yeah. I, I don't know. We're going to call that a tie. We're going to call that a tie. Do you see what you're trying to do here? No, no, you know I just figured out what I'm going to get you for for Christmas. (laughs) Just figured out what I'm getting you for Christmas. (laughs) Give him another... All right, we got more with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in the building still. Charlemagne. You know, Will, I always thought about the scene with you and uh the late great James Avery. Yeah. When your your father left. Yeah, man. Hey, he wasn't there to teach me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Got through my first day without him, right? Mm. I learned how to drive, I learned how to shave, I learned how to fight without him. I had 14. Great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Die with him! I ain't need him then and I don't need him now. Will. Nah, you know what, Uncle Phil? I'm gonna get through college without him. I'm gonna get a great job without him. I'm gonna marry me a beautiful honey and I'm having me a whole bunch of kids. I'm gonna be a better father than he ever was. And I sure as hell don't need him for that because ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me about how to love my kids. How come he don't want me, man? (laughs) 
What did you dig into to, to get that kind of emotion out of that scene? Because even now, if you watch that, your eyes will I still Listen, feel it. Yeah, no, I still, still feel yeah, it. Yeah. And it's like, um, so every, everybody on The Fresh Prince was stage-trained actors. Alfonso, starting the show, had... 15 years of experience mm -hmm. coming in. So I was the least experienced. The tap dance kid. The tap dance kid, <laughs> right. yeah. You know, moonwalking into Michael Jackson. <laughs> when I came on to the show, um, James Avery was one of the first people that pulled me up, and he was like, hey, you have real talent. Don't squander it, mm -hmm. right? And so he never liked nothing. He didn't like nothing I did, right? And I was always trying to get his approval. You know, Shakespearean trained, big command of his voice, He, you know, his body as an instrument, as a performer. And, you know, so in that scene, I, you, it was like the first time that I took a real dramatic shot. Mm -hmm. And uh, James Avery in that scene, and we're doing it, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to get there, and I want to impress him so bad. And the first time in front of the audience, I missed it, and I messed the scene up, and I'm like... Fuck, fuck, and I'm losing it in front of the audience, you know, and he looks at, hey, and I, and I snapped in and he's like, he pointed, he's like, use me, use me in this scene. And we went and he said, get it together. And I settled down. He said, action. And we get, and then ultimately we did the scene mm -hmm. and we had the scene that was there and I'm holding him. And when I'm holding him, he whispers in my ear. Now that's acting. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was like, ah! <laughs> but you had to tell you tapped into disappointment, right? Yeah, you, know, you disappointed from, him, and you yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, but that's what he was telling me about how to use the actor in the scene. He was like, "Use me. Don't try to find it mm -hmm. in you." So then, when I tapped into the idea of how bad I wanted to impress him, and how much I'm, I'm getting in, I'm, I'm feeling it now. It's like when, when you have those emotional toolboxes sometimes you slip into I'm, I can feel mm -hmm. that that emotion right now and it was like it was he was the father figure that will felt like will me personally felt like I was disappointing him in that scene mm. so I tapped into that and I used my relationship with James Avery to find uh that emotion but yeah. you know for me it's been it's been a massive acting journey hugely on the back of his teachings and his urging of me to always go deeper. Now, how did you guys both get those shows, you know? And, Will, did you feel like I'm a rapper from Philly? If I cross over, I might destroy my Dr career. Hell yeah. And, and how did you get into, how did they give you that show? How did that, that show come together? Well, for me, uh, I, my manager at the time, he took me into HBO Hip, and uh, he took me in to meet Chris Albrecht. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, you know, this guy's funny, and... Uh, what do you think about giving him his own show? So Chris was like, all right, we'll try it out. So I was like... <laughs> Just like that. That we'll sounds really out. simple. Yeah, he was like, yeah. He said, I'll try it out. And I was like, oh, s***. Yeah. Rest was history. Wow. And that was big back then, especially for a, a black man. Yeah. Just for the kind of show it was. Yeah. For you to be a hip-hop dude mm -hmm. doing a show. And they yeah. said right away that show had then, good ratings. Yeah. And I, I, I did all them characters because I really wanted the show to work. You know, and that, I, I didn't want it to fail, so I just started doing all these characters to try to push it. You know, I was going to ask you, Martin, we live in this era of, like, pause and, you know, rappers saying no When you was doing Shanae and you was doing scenes, like, all up on kids, did you ever get backlash back then from your people? Because nowadays if a guy did that, he'd be like, pause! Be all over. Yeah. Pause, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, I didn't back get then it was just funny to us. It was just funny, nah. I just want to make people laugh. That was it. Martin, did um, Will, has he tried to get you to be more active on social media? 
Yes, in, in his own way. Yes, he, he gave me a camera. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> use this. Yeah. You yeah. have a camera team with your social media because oh, you yeah. do all Everywhere types of wow ish. Yeah, Are you considering get jumping into? Because you see, Will, it's been so effective for you. Yeah. So yeah. Martin, like we don't know as much about you now, like as we do about Will. Will, we mm-hmm. didn't used to know as much, mm-hmm. but uh, it seems like you like it now. I mm-hmm. love it. Right. So I you think it. that would be something? I'm good? trying to do more things. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be more creative. This guy has a creative mind, so he's always on there. But I'm trying to find things I could do and uh, bring to the people. Mm-hmm. You know? So no jumping out the plane for you, Mark? No, no, no jumping out of the plane <laughs> or swimming with sharks and all that. None of that. Why, Will? No, so, why? so here's what happened. So here's what, here's what happened. It's a little weird. Yeah. It's not weird. It's just why. It's what, no, no. You got a family, Will. No, so what, what happened was... And it's funny because it was it was something like you know I've been watching you for a while and it's something that I wanted to, to uh, talk to you about. We'll mm-hmm. di- we'll dive into it offline. But the idea for me is I painted myself into a corner with Will Smith, mm-hmm. right? And I realized that you know we all we have our childhood traumas and we have our experiences and then we all create these characters that are going to be our characters that defend us in the world. Ooh. There's certain things we can't do, there's certain things we can't say, mm-hmm. certain ways we react if people do some, something, and we create a character that we go out into the world with. Then that character wins some things for us. It's like, oh, we, we succeed by behaving yes, this yes, way. Yes, mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Yes. Then what happens, you get to a point where it stops working as well. And the reason that it stops working is because it's not true. Really? It's not really who you are. Mm -hmm. And then you get backed into a corner, it stops working. Now the question is, are you going to be courageous enough and are you going to be brave enough to kill, essentially, the character that you've created Mm -hmm. and are you going to have the courage to live as who you really are? Mm. And on my 50th birthday, when I jumped out of that, uh, that helicopter over to Grand Canyon, that was kind of my... A moment for myself where I was like, I'm going to be who I am, even if it isn't in line with the Will Smith that people think I'm supposed to be. I'm going to have the courage and I'm going to have the 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 bravery to be who I am, you know. And it's like I've been watching you for a while, and that's what I was I was like. That was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. I can see the mechanism happening in your mind. You're seeing Charlemagne the God as separate from you. Absolutely. I looked at a little bit of your book, too, and I was like, I want you to know who you really are is enough. That the Thank character you. can die. You can see the evolution. Because yes. I always said I never die. wanted to be a character show myself. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just finished reading this book called The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. And the, the woman, Rita Walker, said we have to be willing to let go of who we want people to think yes, we are. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Me and Jada talk about that mm-hmm. a lot, you know, even in the idea of our marriage and how people want us to be married versus how we're really married. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it's a really different thing and it's so hard to let go of the characters what people and, and what see. people want to see and because also those characters saved your life when you were young. Right. Yes. Those ideas saved your life. And made you money. And they made you money. You know, so letting go of that and having the courage to really be who you are in the world and it's it's like it's terrifying Will should be a motivational speaker <laughs> <laughs> he's not alright we got more with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence so don't move it's the Breakfast Club good morning let me 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in the building still. One of your closest friends called you, right? And mm-hmm. he's a close friend to us as well. He called you and he asked you for a couple million and you gave it to him. No, you didn't. I, I did not. That did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> when Tyrese called you and asked you for those millions, you gave it to him. <laughs> what was that conversation like? No, you know, let me tell you something. Me and Tyrese, uh, we've we been friends. Now, he's for, our guy, though. Yeah, no, no, that's my dude. Tyrese calls me when he don't want it cut. He wanted it raw and uncut. Right. And um, the amount of time talent that that dude has and the, all the possibilities that Tyrese has is what I keep drumming in with him. Tyrese is is functioning at 40% of the capacity of what he really is, you know? And that's another thing, being brave enough to be who you really are versus being Tyrese. Right. Exactly. You're right. You I was about to I say mean? that Tyrese ain't got to that level. Yeah, <laughs> Tyrese still putting the character out there. Yeah, you know, and we all do, you right. know, yep. there's still, it's like Will, Will Smith takes good care of me. It's just, he's, it's not all the way me. There's a certain amount of pretense and inauthenticity that it takes to hold up the character. That's so interesting, because I think about that with you and Martin. Martin, I'm sure that it was a time where everybody wanted you to be like, Martin! You know, make Pause it... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then what if that's not you? Yeah, well, it's not me all the time. Like, people think that I'm on all the time. When mm-hmm. they see me, they think I'm all... I'm always going to be joking and all that, but I'm probably a lot more shy in person than I am... You, know, you can't be shy, boy. <laughs> no, believe, not believe it or not. Not, not. Believe it or not, I don't. I don't joke all the time. I don't mm-hmm. talk all the time. I like to listen a lot and uh, just take things in. This dude is one of the most authentic people that I have ever met. Thank you, uh, man. Like that's the first time you heard that. He never told you that before. <laughs> I want you to explain the, uh, you talked about it on Crown. Shout out to Ellie Wilson. I want you to talk about the Reggie scene in Bad Boys, right? <laughs> because... I, you know, I'm a father of five, right? But growing up, I'm like, if I have a daughter, I'm doing the same damn right, thing. Yeah. What the f- are you? I'm Mr. Burnett. I'm Reggie. What you doing here? I came to take out Megan. What? I came to take out Megan. How old are you? I'm 15, Mr. Burnett. Mother you look 30. Oh, who that is, That's Reggie. Who the f- is Reggie? I came to take Megan out. What's wrong with you? No, no. Acting all scared. You ain't never seen a gun before? Like, stop pointing the gun at the right. Explain that to people who, who haven't heard and how that whole situation happened. He was, a, he was a young actor. He had never done anything, so it was his first role. So Michael Bay was concerned that he wouldn't be able to perform the level of discomfort that we needed for the scene. Mm-hmm. So Michael Bay was like, yo, don't, don't talk to don't him. Don't talk to him. He said, I want y'all to be, uh, pretend like y'all arguing. are arguing, pretend like you're not getting on. I just want to get him, get him riled up. You know, so I go and I sit down with the kids. So he's first, he meeting Will and Martin. So I'm sitting down, I'm talking, I'm talking. And then Martin comes up and uh, he says, hey, Will, you know, you stepping on my lines a little bit in the scene. I need you to leave a little bit of room so I can, you know, get my line in there. And I was like, you need to get in where you fit in. Dang. Right? Jesus and the kid, the little kid is sitting there. He's like, oh, no. Martin was like, yo, Will, why you, why you acting like that, man? I'm like, why I'm acting like what? Why I'm acting like yeah. what? And me and Martin start arguing. In front of the kid, and this kid is sitting there like, terrified. (laughs) Michael Bay is watching him, watching him, and as soon as he sees how the kid is terrified enough, he's like, action, action. action. (laughs) And then I go, what the 
fuck you are. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm here to pick up Megan. <laughs> he was he terrible. Handled it well, though. Yeah, yeah, he handled it well. That kid was shook for real. He was shook. Have you seen him again or no? We, we saw him. Oh, yeah, we saw him. Uh, yeah, we, we can't, can't get, get, yeah. we can't get yeah, out of the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we've seen him. We've seen him again. We've seen him again. We've seen him again. We can't, we can't, we can't talk about it, but yeah, you will know. You will know. You will know okay. soon. we seen him. Why isn't Gabrielle Union in this one? Because she played such a big role in the second one. I just think we took a different yeah, story a different, turn. Yeah, yeah. It was like trying, there was no spot in the story like where we yeah. at work for yeah. you know for those characters to be in. But we'll definitely Bad Boys Four. Is it gonna be in Four? Because I see it on IDM, whatever that's called. IDM, IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. But he said it's the last one. We're going to let the audience decide. Okay. We're gonna, like, yeah. After people see it, like, you know, I love working with this dude, man. And, and it's like, I'm at the point in my in my life where I just, I only want to do nothing if I'm not going to have fun, you know? And it's like, I'll I'll take half the money that it would be as long as, you know, I, I can have fun. And, you know, we come to they work They're going to keep you to that day. now. You know, they're going to keep you to that His agent's like, no, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> Let me ask you this. We were wondering, did Khaled try to get you on the soundtrack? Yeah, yeah, we were talking, you know, just the timing of it. I so mm -hmm. wanted to try to try to jump on there. We worked together. We Ain't had, he annoying? He was annoying the f*** out of you. Up. Yeah, no, listen. <laughs> Khaled is the best of the best, man. Yeah, like, let me tell you this. cool, man. Khaled's Khaled cool. was coming to set a month before it was time what for I his scene. He was coming to set a month before it was time for his scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, let me tell you, you know, he was, he so loves the franchise. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he loved it. He wanted it to win and he wanted to do everything thing that he could do uh, to, I, to help us win. I tell kids you have to have a DJ Khaled level of annoyance in order <laughs> to get things done. <laughs> no, for real. no, that's real. Yeah. Let me I, ask a, uh, a music question. We talk about music a little bit. Fresh Prince of Will Smith, who is the better rapper? Uh, well, I think some, somebody said, somebody said um, Will Smith was a whack rapper, but Fresh Prince was dope. Was dope. Somebody, somebody said that. Where'd that come? Who that? I heard that somewhere. I heard somebody that somewhere. That yeah, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> it's heavy. That's where I heard that from. It's heavy. That's where I heard that from. That came out of that hole. That's where I heard that <laughs> but in your personal yeah, opinion, yeah. who do you think? <laughs> No, you know what? There, there was a, um, there was a, in that same thing. There was a certain amount of rawness mm -hmm. and unbridled creativity during the first part of my career, mm -hmm. and then once I started winning, it did kind of narrow the avenues of what I wanted to do. It was more important to me to win than to be me, you know. So Man, there was a, a there was a, there was a certain amount. There was a certain amount. The Fresh Prince was wild and raw and unapologetically right. himself. And then Will Smith got a little bit more polished and um, once you line up a couple of number ones in a row, you get that the taste for blood in your mouth. And that that taste sort of destroys the the vastness of your creative mind. I remember hearing you on Rap Radar podcast and you said that it was a point where you didn't even want to curse. Yeah, well, you, that was my grandmother. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that my, was my grandmother. For yeah. you in comedy, does that work in comedy too? Like, as you get more famous, you can't be as raw. You feel like as you used to be because you're Not, still doing comedy tours. Yeah, I know you got a lot of comments coming out with you, but how does mm -hmm. that work in comedy? 
I don't um I don't compromise my comedy. Yeah. You know, I never did in, in the past. Uh, you know, when I put out You So Crazy, <laughs> they wanted me to water it down and uh, give it an R rating. And I took a, a NC-17 right. just so I could say what I wanted to say. And, uh, water glistening all over your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body, you know, <laughs> and so, so I, I don't like to compromise my comedy. And I don't, I don't do it today. I just do what I want to do and have fun with it. What, what's the worst decision that both of you guys made in your career? Like, what's one thing you say, damn, I shouldn't have did that? Yeah. Or what did you pass up? Or something that you regret? I made the Wild Wild West instead of making the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a terrible was a bad, like, that yeah, was a yeah, poor choice. What about you, Martin? Uh, I didn't go with him on the last press junket. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for Bad Boys too. For, bad, bad, boys, for yeah. bad Boys. He did it by himself. And now that I see what we on this press junket, all that we, we got to the do and the fun that we had. Why did you okay. go? It was, it's different. It's... it's yeah. <laughs> was that during the wild phase when you was waving the gun on Vantoria Boulevard? No, 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 it was just a different time, and you know they didn't want to fly me private. I I wanted to go private. It was it's politics, so mm-hmm. you know. like, but I, but I've learned from that from, from now, and and I would do something different now. All right, we got more with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Let's get into a little Will Smith mini mix. All right, let's have some fun with it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. That was a Will Smith mini mix. He's here with Martin Lawrence. Bad Boys 3 comes out this Friday. Charlemagne, are you still banned from SNL? I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn. It was something with the monologue back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was raw, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably an honor. You did, I didn't even... I- you didn't know that? Really banned? No, but I'm not banned from SNL. Oh, I thought you said it was No, they had banned me from NBC at the time for, uh, for, oh, for a minute. Yeah. But then they realized, they, then they realized, you know, the way it went down wasn't what they thought. Uh, yeah. And then they sent me an apology letter. Warren Littlefield, I think, yeah. was the president or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, he sent me a letter and apologized and yeah. saying, Welcome back to NBC and yeah. everything. So. Did you say, suck my <laughs> 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 Why were you humble about no, it? No, I just went on the air and read it on Jay Leno and said. <laughs> 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 now, now, with comedy now, you know, you see everybody so sensitive with everything. Yes. Yeah. Would you do a comedy special now? Because I'm thinking, like like she said, the water glistening all over your body. Mm. I just see people having a problem with that. And you see yeah. Eddie Murphy talking about his past comments mm-hmm. and saying that he is apologetic now about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, the question is? Would you have a problem doing a comedy special and doing what you want to do, not care about no. what you say? Would you curve no. your comedy? I, I, I probably would think about it a lot more, you know, what I'm saying out of my mouth, just because I have kids now and I and um, I, I care about how it affects them. And uh, But um, for the most part, I just want to give people what I'm feeling. How your kids look at you when you do it? Do they look at you as Martin, the, the guy on comedy, and be like, come on, Dad? Or is it one of those things that you just dad? And the same thing with you. I'm just dad. Just dad. I'm just dad. Daddy, you so silly. I'll be doing anything. They, daddy, you just silly, dad. My kids don't know I'm I'm hot. Like, I be trying to tell them. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I like, 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 like he, he made the icon living. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's like, like Jaden, you know, he made that. I remember when I first heard that, I was like, what the yeah, f- yeah. That record was Crazy, and I was like, I find myself like I'm at breakfast with, hey man, yo, you, you, uh, you think I can jump on that? You know, <laughs> yeah, you asking Jamie, I was like, this is crazy. I'll jump on it if I want to jump on it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like my kids, my kids, yeah, uh, they just they um they they think I'm I'm 
silly and I can't get him to see I'm, I'm hot. I wanted to hear you on Smile Bitch by Lil Duval. Oh, living yeah. my best life. Because, oh, no, I mean, if you crazy. look at the gram, you yeah. are the person living their best life. No, I'm definitely living my best life, mm -hmm. man. It's like that when I jumped out of that, that helicopter, my whole, I hit the next phase, uh, you know, of my life in, in a way that, um, this this last year has been the best year of my adult life. Really? When he jumped, I was yeah. I thought the movie wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, oh <laughs> damn it. Then they said he was swimming with sharks. I said, oh <laughs> damn it. Well, I heard you once say, well, that there's nothing your wife could do, Miss Jada Pinkett Smith, to break up the relationship. How, did, yeah. how as a husband, how do you know that? Um, no, we, we you know we we've uh, we we've been uh, wildly tested. You know, we we have we have uh, we we have t tested each other. You know, we we have attested um, our, our commitment uh, to the 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 partnership. We've tested our commitment to our family, and you know, there's a certain amount of let's say battery that you have to subject each other to in order to know that you're really down, mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, it ain't nothing I'm talking about on The Breakfast Club, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tune into Red Table Talk, guys. Whatever your, whatever your next question is. <laughs> whatever your next question <laughs> is. Just one. <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> whatever your next question is. No, because I've, I've been watching you. I know your ignorant patterns. You got ignorant patterns. You got this, uh, yeah, you got the setup. You do the setup, and then your eyes do this little thing, and you sit back, you put, the, you put an innocent face on, and you lob one out, and then you come with the one... That you don't have this no business asking. No, that, ain't, ain't that ain't none of your business. No, I just, I, I just wondered, did you ever, uh, were you ever jealous of the love Jada had for Tupac? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I oh, my no. God. That dude. Let me, like, and, you know, and that, was in the, that was in the early days. Yeah. That's a, that was a big regret for me, too, because I could never open up to interact with, with Pac. Mm -hmm. You know, and because we had a little bit of a thing, right? Because, you know, you know they grew up together. And, you know, they loved each other, but they never had that, you know, they never had a, a sexual relationship, relationship yeah. but they had come into that age where now that was a possibility. And then Jada was with me, you know. So, you know, Pac had a little thing on that, but she just loved him. Like, he was the image of perfection, but she was with the Fresh Prince, you know. <laughs> so I never could, like, even we were in a room together a couple times. I couldn't speak to him, you know. And, you know, he wasn't going to speak to me if I wasn't going to speak to him. But, really? It seems like y'all would have so much in common. No, that's what Jada would say all yeah. the time. She right. was like, I'm telling you, y'all are so similar. You will you will love him. And I just never, you know, that 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 was a huge regret of mine. I just didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it, you know. I was the soft rapper from Philly right. and he was Pac. Right. You well, know at least what he didn't I mean? do a diss song about you or nothing. Yeah, I know, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, no, I was deeply, <laughs> deeply insecure and just, I, I wasn't man enough to handle that relationship. So I gotta get go, over it. I gotta go, guys. So, I just saved you, Will. I, 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 I just saved you. We out of relationship no, stuff. No. Do, do either one of y'all feel like y'all got something to prove? Mm, I don't feel like I have anything to prove, but I'm not finished. I feel like I got so much more to do. Because, Will, mm. they give you a lot of shit. Like, they talk about a cold streak you're having at the box office. Yeah. And, you know, it was like one time you was hilarity, blockbuster. Like, I'm like, does that stuff bother you? Like, I transitioned from my material world journey to uh, my my inner journey, and not in not in a weird way, just in a way is I gotta be okay with me. I can't give a f what anybody thinks, mm -hmm. and uh, it's like I don't even look at the box office anymore. I don't even want that in my mind, comparing myself to what other people are doing. 
And I had a brief moment there where I got stuck on the rock, you know, and he doing all these billion dollar movies and I got stuck in and that that animal woke up again. But I was like, you know what? It's like I realized there's never enough. You'll never earn enough money. You'll if you, if you stick yourself on sex, you'll never have enough sex. You'll never have enough of anything in the material world. So I'm into my space now where I'm letting go of that, and I just got to be good with me. I got to walk around uh, happy and comfortable with me, no matter what the f nobody else think. Right. You know, and that's where I'm at right now, kind of detoxing my addiction to numbers and wins in comparison. Martin, has Netflix approached you about doing a special or a series? Because uh, you have the tour, you have all the comics, you have yourself. Not, not yet, but I'm sure I could do one if I wanted to with them and mm -hmm. everything. But uh, I don't want to just do one just to do one. I want to do one that's special, that, that has some... Because I feel like you need to do a whole thing. I mean, you were Mr. Def Comedy Jam. You could have, mm -hmm. you know, bring up some other up-and-coming comics, mm -hmm. put them on, and do your own mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And maybe the lit tour. We may bring the lit tour to yeah. Netflix. But well, we yeah. appreciate you guys for joining nah, us. Yeah, we yeah, get to talk about through. a lot of good stuff. No, nah, keep doing. No, nah, keep doing what y'all doing. Thank I, you, you know, man. I, I listen yeah. and we watch y'all all the time. Yeah, man. it's a Thank really you, unique voice, and you know, you give voice to people that would be voiceless otherwise. You know, so just Thank you, so uh, much. you know, uh, I love what you're doing, and uh, I've been, dude, you, you know. You got another gear, and I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, Thank you, you, my brother. To. And you can take. You guys can take that. that ass with you, you on the floor. That yeah, that's a bargain gift. You guys can have that. It's crazy though, is it has the balls too. It's like <laughs> that on purpose. It's one. Yeah, you I don't, don't want it to be sure. no mistake. Yeah, of what, 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 what kind of ass was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How they molded it? How they laid down? If he sat? I invited you to come. You didn't. Bad boys for life. Breakfast club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God, we are the Breakfast Club. Drop one of the clues bars for the icons living that just left here. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, damn it. Mm -hmm. Now let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Steve Harvey. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, we talked about this story for the past couple of weeks. Mark Curry says that Steve Harvey stole a joke from him and put him on blast. Steve Harvey denies that. Well, they did come up with some things on TMZ. And this was Mark Curry's 1999 stand-up special on Comedy Central Presents. Halloween was a trip. Halloween. We couldn't afford no Halloween costumes. Hey, kids, please. Mama sent us down to the liquor store put boxes on us. We didn't know what we were. I don't know what we are. I don't know. She didn't tell us. <laughs> I think we UPS, I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, here is uh, Steve Harvey's joke that Mark Curry claims he stole. You've heard me say that every Halloween I had the same outfit on. Every year. I just had a brown box. Aww. I wasn't nothing sad. I just not asked my father, could I have a new outfit? And he said, no, just wear the same one. And it was just a brown box. And he just told me to tell everybody I was a UPS man. Uh, I think Mark Curry has a case. <laughs> I, think, I think Mark Curry has a case here, ladies Very and gentlemen. Very similar joke. Very similar. I will say, though, that sometimes comedians might have a similar joke and maybe it's on accident. I don't know. Does that happen? Very true. I'm going to tell you something else, too. Mark Curry made that joke in 1999, right? It's 2019. Sometimes... It's 2020. You, what I said? Oh, 2019. Yeah, so it's 2020. So sometimes you have an idea in your head, and you think it's 
it's an original idea, but you actually heard it from someplace before. You know what I mean? Well, Steve Harvey might have to be like, look, you're right. It's similar. Let's and, take the L. and if he feels like he didn't steal it, just be like, I didn't realize you told that, whatever, whatever, but it wasn't on purpose, and that's that. Now, I'm going to tell you who can shut it down. Just a random UPS driver from anywhere in the USA can come out and say, I said this I first. I said this first. All this right? is my life. <laughs> it's true. All right. Now, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, he has an autobiographical sitcom series now. It's called Young Rock. So it's an NBC sitcom, 11 episodes, straight to series order. So congratulations to The Rock. It's going to show him as he grows up through life. Uh, in addition, Nick Cannon has a new mixtape coming out. Yeah, he, he put out the he, artwork. He, he texted me that this morning. Nick Cannon, the miseducation of the Negro you love to hate. He said the artwork for my new mixtape is super special to me, inspired by one of my favorite books by Carter G. Woodson and one of and one of my read. favorite rappers and griots, Ice Cube. Love your dope artists. You did your thing. It's simple, but says a great deal. And that's how this project came together. Just pouring my soul out to the world. I hear y'all loud and clear. Hate me or love me. Educate yourself. Yeah, I don't check my phone for at least an hour after I wake up. And when I did look at my phone, that was the text message I got from Nick Cannon. Uh, the miseducation of the Negro you love to hate. Yeah, so if you want to see the artwork, Excited Nick Cannon has it nope. posted on his page. <laughs> All right, Kendrick Lamar, in the meantime, has a new album. And they're saying this album is going to be... Rock influenced, according to Bill Wordy, and he's a former Billboard editorial director, and he's a columnist now for Billboard. He tweeted out, did anyone not named Beyonce release better, more meaningful back-to-back albums last decade than Kendrick Lamar? Are you interested to know that I hear from several friends that recording on the new album may finally be done and that he's pulling in more rock sounds this time? Uh, the leader of the new school when it comes to this generation, Kendrick Lamar, I'm actually ready for new Kendrick. When Kendrick comes out, he changes the climate of things. He's good for the ecosystem. I want to I'm here music. for a new Kendrick Lamar yep. album. It's time. All Absolutely. right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that down to? Uh, you know, I hate Finsta accounts. There's a lot of people who have Finsta accounts. Do you know what a Finsta is? Mm-hmm. Fake account? Yeah, fake Instagram. Mm-hmm. Kids call them Finstas. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we have a... We have a we have a, a fence to going wrong for after the hour. We'll, we'll discuss it. All right, we'll yes. get to that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's the Breakfast Club, bitch. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Yes. Donkey of the Day for Monday, January 13th goes to a contestant on The Bachelor named Madison Pruitt. Now, I don't watch The Bachelor, but one of the ladies in the room does. Uh, Rashawn, hmm? DJ Envy, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm at Dumb. I'm doing do, well. And yourself? Do you know Madison Pruitt since you're an avid watcher of The Bachelor? Uh, I would have to say I do. Okay. Um, she popular? I don't... Uh-huh. Yeah, she's very popular. Right. She's from, uh, I believe, Alabama, and she's a virgin. <laughs> Ew, Really? Okay. My wife watches it. That's why I watch no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've seen you queen out and fan out over people from The Bachelor. What was that dude that was in here name? The one that looked like he popped steroids for breakfast? Oh, his name is name? Mike. Mike. Oh, <laughs> drop on a clue bomb for if you know Mike. <laughs> well, Madison Pruitt shared a photo of herself with Bachelor star Peter Weber. Envy, do you know Peter Weber? Yes, I do. Okay, who is Peter Weber, sir? Uh, he's The Bachelor. He's actually a pilot. He's a fine young man. <laughs> I love this new you 2020. Really love this show. I like the show. I was entertaining. This 2020 is amazing. Oh my okay. Uh, well, I guess this young woman, Madison Pruitt, went on our first date with Peter Weber on the show. Uh, and there was a comment on her photo that said, beautiful date, Maddie. You are so genuine and real. 
That's a great comment, right? If it came from an actual person and not Maddie Prue herself. What are you talking about, Charlamagne? It came from Maddie Prue herself. Let's go to People Now for the report, please. Bachelor Nation thinks frontrunner Madison has made her own fan account. Wow. This comes after a comment was posted from Madison's actual account praising her own photo. It said this. Beautiful date, Maddie. You are so genuine and real. <laughs> when right. you forget to switch in between accounts. Exactly. So the comment was quickly deleted. A friend of Madison's is taking responsibility for the incident. Posted, oops, thought I wrote that comment about being real and genuine from my account, but was logged into Maddie's from when she got back from filming Don't Hate Me. But Bachelor Nation hesitant on whether or not they believe the explanation. Now, Envy, you're a member of Bachelor Nation. <laughs> how, do you, how, how do you feel about this? Huh. Do you believe Madison? No, I don't. Mm. Okay. It makes sense, though, because you're not allowed to use your phones, right, or social media while you're on the show. Mm -hmm. So she might have had a friend that was doing all of that for her, and maybe her friend still had her account. Or maybe her friend is covering up for her. Mm. Uh, it is a possibility. Personally, I just think fake Instagram accounts, finsters, as you kids call them, they're the greatest signs of insecurity a person can have, okay? It's one thing if you have a fence to just because you want to spy on people. You don't want people to know you're watching your stories. I get it. But when you have a fence to, to post comments like, you're so genuine and real. When posting that comment from a fence to is the exact opposite of being genuine and real, that's just absolutely disgusting, okay? We all have insecurities. We all see comments that trigger us. We all want to combat false narratives. We all see lies and want to put the truth out there. But here's the thing. Time will always tell the truth for you, okay? When you try to force it, things like this happen, all right? This is when keeping it fake goes absolutely wrong because that's usually what happens when you're faking things go wrong. Now, the cleanup did come from her friend, as you heard. Uh, she said it wasn't Madison. It was uh, her. In fact, there's another page, Team Madison Pruitt. Do you follow that page, Envy? Are you part of Team Maddie? No. You named your daughter after Madison Pruitt, didn't you? I don't even know who Madison Pruitt is. How, how old she is. I don't know. Uh, Maddie didn't comment that under her own picture. This is what Team Madison said. Maddie didn't comment that under her own picture. Her sisters has access to her account, and they commented. So please, in capital letters, stop saying that she made a fan page and commented that. Don't go spreading lies. It's honestly pathetic. Uh, I do respect that comment, but if I'm being honest, I think the Team Madison page is offensive. to Okay, I think that's Madison herself. I have no reason to believe that anything this woman says from here going forward on social media is real. Not to mention, why would Madison Pruitt, Pruitt, a contestant on The Bachelor, have a team? Okay, who is on this team? Tell me, Envy, since you're a part of Bachelor Nation, what has this woman accomplished for someone to say they want to play for her team? Well, I believe she was Miss, Miss Teen USA. She's a virgin. She's a, a friend of... I know too much. Go ahead, go ahead, man. I, that's I'm not, why I'm asking. I'm not you. saying anymore. Well, she's good also to have a member of Bachelor Nation. She's on also the show a friend during. of uh, somebody who was on Bachelor last year. Okay, so you know she's she's wow. all right. I like that. I like that. Drop on the clues bombs for DJ. Envy's I want you in my knowledge wife. of the Bachelor. Don't blame it's this on your time. wife. Cuddle time with my wife. Okay. Listen, guys. Uh, once again, time will always tell the truth for you, so your fence doesn't have to. Please give Madison Pruitt the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, ma'am. Now, up next. 800-585-1051. Now, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence were here earlier. Mm -hmm. So we were talking behind the scenes, and I even asked earlier, who had the better sitcom? 
I don't know why black people have to do this, but boy, we do. Who had the better sitcom? Will Smith or Martin Lawrence? Did you prefer Martin? And I guess you can't say neither or both. No, you, got, you if have you to, to give pick an answer. One, I don't know why black people do this. Like, we always have to pit one thing against the other, uh, but... I love it, because uh, it makes for great conversation. Absolutely. Let's open up the okay. phone lines. 800-585-1051. Who had the better sitcom? Was it Martin or was it Will Smith with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith stopped through earlier today to talk about Bad Boys 3. Icons living, goddammit. And we had a conversation. Uh, who had the best sitcom? Was it Martin or was it Will Smith? Let's start with the room. You got to pick one. So I don't want to hear I love them both. It's so crazy. Black people, we have to do this when it comes to pick everything. One. What's better, Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. What's better, Kendrick Lamar or Drake? What's better, Jay-Z or Nas? We have to do this. Pick one. I'm going to say Martin. Martin, okay. Yeah, I enjoy Martin, I guess, if I had to pick. Also, because I like the whole aspect of Gina and I liked her on the show too and Pam and all of that. But maybe for me, it was just the funniness of their relationship and things that they went through. All right. Charlamagne? I'm going to be honest with you. This isn't like an easy thing. Like, Here this you isn't, go. This isn't like, yo, Martin, this isn't like Fresh Prince. When I, and, I, and I've never thought about this, but when I actually sit down and think about it, I honestly don't think I have a favorite oh, of the two. Oh, you go. I'm being mm-hmm. honest. I really love both of them. Like, I... If That's Fred not Prin- saying you don't love if, both of if them. If Fred Prince is on right now in reruns, I'm stopping to watch Fred Prince. If Martin is on in reruns, I'm stopping to watch Martin. If they're both on, which one are you going to flip to? Girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really, I mean, I really don't have a favorite. I think these, these two shows are a little bit... I, I, I would probably say I might relate to Martin more. Really? Only because of the hip-hop aspect of it, the fact that Martin was a radio personality. Uh, you saw people like Biggie Smalls on the show. You know, um, yeah, I probably relate to Martin more. I think for myself, I think it was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I, just, I can see I, you relating to that yeah, more. Yeah, I, I, I can Your see bougie, that. rich ass. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, sure. As, a kid, I, I, as a kid, I wasn't rich. Because you're a lot I, like Carlton. No, I'm not. But More I, like Jeffrey. <laughs> You know what? I'm not going to leave it alone. Go ahead, What? Nothing! But I like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I actually, I like the theme song. I like the theme music. You like dancing to Apache? I thought it was dope when he went to the school and he <laughs> and he changed it. He, you know, he put the blazer on backwards. I just thought the Fresh Prince was dope. By the way, theme songs, not even close. Fresh Prince by a landslide. Absolutely. I just like the story better. But let's go to the phone lines. Not about us. Hello, who's this? Don from Broward County, Florida. All right. Will Smith. Well, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Martin? Which one? It's gotta be Martin. I mean, they're both good, but think about it. Martin has way more fun as a character. First, first, you got the people in the house. Martin, okay. you got Shanae, you got the little kid with the smiley nose, you got Otis, it goes on and on. Yeah, yeah, you right. Yeah, yeah you right. Mm-hmm. Right on that one. Okay. Hello, who's this? It's Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. We're talking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Martin. Which one you think? Oh, that's hard. So the Fresh Prince, if you were to ask me when I was younger, was way better. 
but now because I'm older and those jokes hit different on Martin, I gotta take Martin. You know what? You're right. I didn't think about that. When I was a kid, I used to like the Fresh Prince more. I still watched Martin. I thought Martin was funny, but now. I wonder why, the, why did the jokes hit different now? I think because you understand them more as a kid. Adult. Yeah. Right. All right. Thank you, Mama. Does Martin have adult humor like that? What, what, what themes was on Martin that that you didn't understand as a kid? I don't, I'm trying to think. I don't remember. You know what? Like some of the jokes, like um, trying to think of 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 one of the jokes. But see, but Fresh Prince, I think, was more catered to the kids, more catered to teens. Where Martin because, was yeah, because they were teenagers. Everybody. Yeah, Martin was. I mean, it was jokes. It was funny jokes. There was sexual jokes. Martin did all that. You yeah. Know? Martin had. You know, what I mean, it was more. It was more adult. 800-585-1051. We're talking. What sitcom you like better? Was it Martin or was it Will Smith? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you just joined us, we're talking uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. They stopped through earlier to talk about Bad Boys 3. And we're asking, 800-585-1051, which sitcom was better? Was it Martin or was it Will Smith? Now, shout to Taylor, one of our producers. She just brought up the fact that, and I agree with her, that if you think about Will Smith, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they had lessons. They talked about things that was going on in the world where Martin was just comedy. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, as a teen, I kind of related to the Fresh Prince because it was it affected me more than I think Martin did. Yeah, it was more it was more depth, depth, depth on uh, Fresh <laughs> Prince death. than on on Martin. You know, you think about, you could learn from anything. Well, you think, think about the episode when Carlton got shot, right? Um, and Will losing his dad. Will you know talking about his dad not being around? Will talking about his dad not being around, uh, losing their virginity. Yep. You know what I mean? Now, um, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? It's Mike. Mike, Will Smith, we talking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Martin? Martin. Okay, why? Because he played so many different characters. That's funny, like Shanae, the uh, oldest. Okay. Yeah, I'm noticing the characters is what's taking it over the top for people when it comes to Martin. Yeah, it'd be funny as hell, too. But, I mean, both of them, like you said, icons, so, I mean... I like both of them, but I have to choose Martin because of, of the characters. Right. Both shows are great, but okay. if you have to pick. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Shonda. Hey, Shonda. We're talking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Martin. Which one did you like better? You know, hands down, it's Martin, baby. Okay. Why is it hands down? That? Talk to me. Talk to me. Because Martin had all the good characters on there. I mean, he had different characters. He had Jerome. You know, he had Romy the Rome. little boy uh, and Shanae Roscoe. And, you know, he had the uh, the old man uh, that played the security guys. So mm-hmm. Otis. I Otis, yeah. think Martin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's take it. one more. Hello, who's this? <laughs> this is Miles. Miles, what's up, bro? What's up? Hey, we're talking. What's up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> we're talking uh, <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Martin. Which one, you, which one you like better? I got to go with Martin on that. Why? He uh he played more characters. He just he's funnier, man. Like that Jerome character, bro, man, from the fifth floor. Like you just that's just way way funnier than first print. Okay, first print is more like sending messages like about real life stuff, about positive things, things that's going on in the world. You ain't like messages, huh? I mean, I liked it. It just I like to laugh more than I like to deal think. with real stuff. You like to laugh more than you like to think. <laughs> okay, we get it. 
I'm not mad at it. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys, if there is a moral? I mean, the moral of the story is, I mean, it's, like it's, it's two icons living at the end of the day. This is, this is a race that when they finish, they're both icons. But clearly, uh, at least here today, Martin won by a landslide. Landslide. All right. Now, you we got rumors on the way? Yes. Let's talk about a rapper who is driving for Uber and Lyft. And I'm not mad at it. You know, we'll talk about it. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yo, this is Martin Lawrence. And this is Will, Will Smith. Smith. And wake that ass, wake up. That ass up. The Breakfast Club is on. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Young Jack. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So Young Jack was a driver for the Pull Up and Go app. It's an app that is competitive with Uber and Lyft. And here's some audio of what happened when he picked up one of his passengers. I just want to ask a question. Um, are you Young Jack? Can you turn around? I mean, I think y'all put that part together, yeah. Oh, this is oh, so you, felt, you must have fell off or something. Like, oh, why, no, why is you? Yeah, I got to fall off. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to figure out. Like... <laughs> You just driving for pull up and go, like, what happened? I mean, I, I just felt like it's an easy way to get some easy money right here downtown. What's the problem? Yeah, and I feel like, you know, he does radio in Atlanta. I feel like maybe this is some type of commercial for that. Yeah, because it's a new it ride-sharing service. So. Not new, though. It's been around a couple of years. For all we know, that man might have equity in, in in that company, absolutely, and that and now he just gave that company uh, millions of dollars of free promotion just because y'all want to be funny and clown that man for having a job. Mm-hmm. So you know it did get a lot of attention. So and, and by the way, even if he don't have uh, equity in that company, even if he just just if he just has the job, what's the problem? Nothing at all. <laughs> like, what's the problem? He said he likes to meet people and talk to people. A lot of drivers when they talk to me, they tell me the same thing. Like some of them do it because they just like you know the house is another great source of income. They like driving. When I was um, in Toledo over the weekend, my driver was telling me, I just like to drive all the time. So could be that. Who knows? All right, now Gwyneth Paltrow, she just sold out of an item on her website on Goop. It's a candle that smells like vagina, and it costs $75. Whose vagina does it smell like? That's what really matters, right? What does vagina <laughs> smell like? Hopefully nothing, <laughs> if things are going well. But um, the candle says, this smells like my vagina. And they said it's a blend of geranium, citrusy, bergamot, and cedar. Mm-hmm. Juxtaposed with damask rose and ambrette seed. So it's supposed to be like a fantasy, seduction, sophisticated warmth. Let me tell you something, my brothers. If you uh, put your mouth on a vagina and it's got all those fragrances coming from it, <laughs> something wrong. What are you trying to cover up? Something okay, really wrong. Why you got all of this citrus and geranium and uh, vibranium and all of this other type of stuff on your vagina pole? All right, now Oprah is now stepping away from the Me Too documentary centered around Russell Simmons. She's stepping down as executive producer and also not bringing it to Apple TV+. So you did announce that decision on Friday. She said, I have decided I will no longer be executive producer. It will not air on Apple TV+. Plus. First and foremost, I want it to be known that I unequivocally believe and support the women. Their stories deserve to be told and heard. So, I don't know what's going to happen with it now, but... Yeah, she I'm, said she will still be working with Times Up to support the victims and those impacted by abuse and sexual harassment. Yeah, I never understood why that was a documentary. Like, if you're sitting down with the women and you're having a conversation, cool, but mm-hmm. a documentary based on he said, she said, I, I never understood that. 
All right, the Neptunes are reuniting full-time for 2020, if you're excited for that. Pharrell and Chad Hugo have been working on solo material for the past few years, but now they're going to be back together. Actually, Chad told Clash Magazine, I'm focusing on the Neptune stuff, getting back on the Neptune's grind. We're doing a couple of things. There's a video game soundtrack that's in the works right now that I can't speak about. I'm not supposed to, but it's in the works. And they've also been working with a variety of different artists as well. They've worked with G-Eazy, Lil Uzi, Brandy, Ray J, Miley Cyrus, Jay-Z, Blink-182, all of that. So. I would love to know how much the sound differs from um, the Neptunes as a whole to just Pharrell. I'd love to know similar. That. It got to be pretty similar, I'm sure, because they, they came up the same way. They used the same sound, similar sound. But I love to, see, I love to hear them back again, though. All right, and Cardi B wants to become a politician, and she is taking it very seriously. She tweeted out, I think I want to be a politician. I really love government, even though I don't agree with government. That's a good reason to be a politician, by the way. Mm -hmm. She said, like, I was watching war documentaries. No matter how many weapons a country have, you need people. How are you trying to go against a country and possibly start a war when this country lacks patriotism? I barely see people claiming they love being American. So she is planning to go to school and all of that, possibly, to get involved. What's the problem? Once again, you never know what people are going to turn out to be. There's this thing called growth. It's this thing called evolution. We don't know what people are going to be in the future. So Cardi B may just become a politician. Yeah. Who knows? And that's a great reason to be one. If you don't like what's happening in the government, then go in there and make that change. And the, the illest thing she said in that whole tweet thread is that she's going to school. She wants to go educate herself. Right. You know what I mean? She's going to be all right. All so. right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Okay. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in. Let me know what you want to hear. At DJ Envy Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, don't forget, the Breakfast Club will be in uh, Mexico. Riviera yes. Mayo. Riviera Maya. I said Mayo? Mayo. Maya. <laughs> That's where all the white people go in Mexico, the Riviera Mayo. <laughs> June 4th through June 8th, all right? So get your tickets if you haven't got your tickets. If you want more information, the Breakfast Club, just add water.com. Yeah, my it's home, our flyaway. My homegirl, Ashley, salute to Ashley, Ashley James. More like my sister. She um she hit me yesterday because her born day is actually June 8th. And she was like, y'all going to Mexico? And I was like, Yes. So Ashley definitely wants to come. A lot of people want to come. Absolutely. So yeah. if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. Um, they have things on the site where you could pay uh, per month, so it's just not a big hit at once. And there's so many different things. Yee's doing her podcast. Charlemagne's doing his. I'm doing mine. There's comedy shows. There's going to be performances, all types of parties. So make sure, get your tickets if you haven't got your tickets. Again, the website is The Breakfast Club. Just addwater.com. We'd yeah. love to see you guys there. I was looking at the website yesterday. The uh, only thing I want to change is the early 2000s party. What you want to make it? 90. Hang on. You damn about no early 2000s? Let's do both. Early 2000s was cute. Yeah, you do both. It's the 90s, though. Yeah, you can that's do the both. era we grew up. That's the era I grew up in. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can do both though. Yeah, I like that. I like the I like the nineties, but now nah, we're gonna have a good time this this June. That's right. Mm -hmm. If you haven't got your tickets, definitely get your tickets. And when we come back, we got your positive notes, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Listen, salute to Martin Lawrence, man, and Will Smith, two Absolutely. icons living for pulling up to the Breakfast Club this morning. Um you really can't tell me nothing right now because Will Smith watches me. He's read my book. So I don't even know why I'm here anymore. With mm. y'all.
Mm. To be honest, because you know it's all about me. I know. He yeah. also said he's going to send you a, a, a mold of his ass. You would, and I would. Not, you think I wouldn't accept that? Would we you? know you would. And what would you do with that? I'm, I'm going to mount it in here just like I'm going to mount my ass in here. Okay? <laughs> Except I'm going to put my ass by you and Will's ass by me, God damn it. And shout out to Martin. He's got his whole tour going on, too. He has his comedy okay. tour. That he's putting a lot of, of comics on, so I yeah, love I that. Yeah, I seen him lie it. on Jimmy Fallon. I don't know if it was Fallon. It was one of them shows. Martin lied and said he's taking all the young hot comics out. Little Duval, Donnell Rawlins, <laughs> Michael Blackson. Ain't nothing young about those Negroes. But okay? they still funny. They're all hot. Funny. Yes, young. No. Oh my. All right. Yeah, leave us on a positive. Some of them might be older than you, Martin. While you playing. <laughs> <laughs> leave us on a positive. Listen, note. the positive note is this: uh, if you tell the truth, it becomes a part of your past. If you lie, it becomes a part of your future. Remember Breakfast that. Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done?